Welcome to Women's Football Success. This is episode 1823. I'm your host, Lynn Marie Liberty Ellington, and I really appreciate you guys being here today. Uh, really quick, my disclaimer, again, my name is Lynn. I am an attorney licensed to practice law in the state of Arkansas. Um, any of the information provided on this radio show, on our blogs, on our digital material and print material, our books, ebooks, webinars, etc., is all business information. None of it creates an attorney-client relationship. If you have an issue um, that relates to a legal matter, please uh, get with an attorney in your jurisdiction that has experience in that type of law. With that being said, um, I'm really excited to have you guys here. Episode 1823, um, I want to share with you, we have the Women's Football Success Facebook group um, coming live. Um, right now, we're just collecting people that want to be in it, and then we will open it up and get started on that. Um, any of the information you guys um, see or hear about, um, you can find most of it on www.supersmallbiz.com and then go to Women's Football. And there's a tab there for owners, coaches, support staff, players, free resources, the radio show, etc. So if you haven't been here yet, I suggest or I recommend that you go back and um, listen to a few episodes. You can start at episode one. Um, I try to make them pretty, um, not too, too long, about less than an hour typically. Um, so you can listen to them on your lunch break or in the car while you're traveling to and from somewhere. Just so you guys know, I'm in my downtown office today. So again, um, railroad, the trains going by, etc. Um, so please disregard that. My phone may ring. Uh, with that being said, I just got a new phone. Look, there we ding. Um, we just got a new phone um, and I have no clue how to use it. So it might ring a lot of times. I might have to figure out how to turn it off, but hopefully it doesn't interrupt us too, too much. Um, so I want to share with you guys, um, my goal is to grow women's football. I want to see players paid, coaches paid, support staff paid, and it is totally possible for that to happen, okay? Um, ultimately, the players, the coaches, and the support staff getting paid will lead to owners seeing a return on their investment. A lot of the owners in women's football are not seeing a return. Um, there's probably a handful that are, are making money each year. The trouble that we have with women's football is what I call the hamster wheel, or we're, we're just on a hamster wheel, um, moving back and forth and, and not getting anything accomplished. Um, many people in women's football appear to be putting effort forward. Some teams appear to be giving 110%, while other teams appear to be giving 60%. Uh, I think people have talked about this a lot on social media. Uh, I don't believe that the teams that are giving 60% or appear to be giving 60% are doing so on purpose. I don't believe that. I actually feel that those teams are giving a similar amount of effort, maybe even 110% to women's football, but simply don't know what they need to be doing. Um, I don't believe that any of the teams got into women's football to give 60%. Um, I know that it appears that some teams are doing that, but I don't think that's actually what's happening. I know that coaches are constantly thinking about how to work with players, how to do better plays, 
um, strategize. Um, even in the off season, they're coming up with different plays. Um, they're putting a lot of time and effort into this. I know that most players are in women's football because they want to be here, not because they need to be here. They have a love of the sport. They enjoy the physical activity. Um, and most are also thinking about how they can be better players and better teammates. Um, I don't find that a lot of people come into women's football to half-ass it. I, sorry, excuse my language, but I think that um, most of the people come into women's football because um, they enjoy the sport and they want to um, be a part of it. The support staff, let's talk about that. So the support staff doesn't even play football typically, but they devote their time and energy to promoting the team, setting up great fundraisers, um, putting on events for the team to show appreciation for the players and the community, um, depending on what event we're talking about. So I don't feel that support staff come to women's football to waste their time, but we're still on this hamster wheel, right? Finally, um, I don't believe that owners got into women's football because they had a few thousand dollars laying around and didn't want to go to Cancun, okay? they. The people that got into women's football spend a lot of time and energy on creating a successful organization. And for some reason, this is just not happening. I feel that there's two fundamental issues that are going on in women's football that are keeping us on this hamster wheel. And hopefully we can get off the hamster wheel faster, sooner rather than later, right? One, I, one issue that I think uh, is in women's football is the lack of knowledge. Owners, support staff, coaches, and players are not sure what they can and cannot do. They don't know the direction of the team or where they're going. And it's important to educate all those people in your organization as to what's going on. Number two is the decrease or stagnation of people interested in women's football. So stagnation meaning staying the same. So in some situations, you guys have the same amount of people coming to games that came years in the past. And if you're doing any kind of analytics or numbers or statistics on your number of people coming through your gate, you'll know whether this is happening. Um, and we'll talk more about that in, in later shows with regards to how to, how to get these numbers. But in some areas, less people are coming to women's football games than did 10 years ago. In other places, people don't even know a women's football team exists in their area. Uh, today, as of today, the Women's Football Alliance may be the largest women's football league in history. And I can't say that for sure, but I guess we'll have to do a shout out to Neil, is it Neil Rosendahl? Um, he does a lot of the history on women's football. So he may have a correct answer for us that uh, the Women's Football Alliance today with 72 teams, 72 or 73, um, may be the largest women's football league in history, which would be a huge, huge um, feat that we've overcome. I mean, having that many teams is amazing. And I, I think we're getting ready to um, add a few more teams. Now, people 
in towns that have had women's football teams for a long time are unaware of a team's name, players, and home stadium because of several name changes throughout the years or splits to create new teams. So this is one, this is problem number two. And I feel that this stuff is, is the symptom, these team name changes and the location changes um, is a symptom or what's causing a decrease or stagnation in people interested in women's football. Now, I can't say that for sure. I, I haven't done an analysis on it or anything like that. But um, if the goal is to grow women's football, then why, are, why would a team split and take most of the players to another team or another league? There is no growth there. It's simply a flip-flop of these 20 or 30 going to these 20 or 30. There's no growth. There's a name change. And this causes confusion for the team's players, family, and friends. They don't know why my, you know, player, my daughter, or my sister, or whatever, is playing under a different name now. Um, and they don't get why that's happening. Um, I do want to do a couple shout outs since I mentioned Neil Rosendale. Um, and I apologize if I'm just butchering his name, but... Um, he does do a lot of work on the history of women's football, and so I want to do a shout-out for him. And hopefully um, I can get with him in the next couple days and find out if the Women's Football Alliance has made history with the largest women's football league today. Um, but I want to do a shout-out to um, Michael Burmy, Burmeister, um, at Club Burmy. He's very creative and punctual in his information about women's football. So if you want to get over there and check, he does um, – Recently, he's done some awards and, and different things that he's put in for M, uh, MVP that and polls that he's done on his um, Facebook page. So I think that's really creative and, and kudos to him. And then also Oscar Lopez, um, his show, I believe, is called The Gridiron Girls. Now, they are covering a variety of women's football all over the world, Mexico, Europe, uh, Lingerie League, etc., all over. So they have a lot of different things going on. Um, so kudos to them. And then a shout out to Coach Johnson. Um, his show, JC Hawk, which is on our uh, blog talk radio uh, station as well. Um, and he talks about things going on in the U.S. women's football um, throughout the nation. He is part of um, USWFL, um, but he talks about all women's football in general um, within the United States. I don't think he goes international, um, and he brings on um, several guests throughout uh, the month to talk with him. Our show, Women's Football Success, is a little different. Um, I provide it more as a talk show to provide information, knowledge, guidance. Um, whether you're an owner, support staff member, coach, or player, I want to provide information that helps you grow As a, as a person um, in women's football, but I also want your understanding of women's football to grow because without that understanding, um, it's hard to make opinions or, or make strategic decisions about where we're gonna go forward if you're not sure how we got where we're at. Um, today's episode, I'm really gonna focus on marketing because I feel like 
Um, At this time on our calendar, we're sitting in mid-September. I'm super excited to see a bunch of teams are holding tryouts already. So they're realizing maybe they didn't have enough players last year, um, but their uh, plan is to have more players. And we have provided some um, tips and I call them tricks, but they're not tricks. Tips, strategies, um, ways that we do things that have been very successful for us um, on getting um, more players out to um, tryout sessions. And I hope it's working for other people that have reached out to me and asked exactly what we're doing. Um, And we've put that in the Women's Football Success Newsletter. So that's pretty cool. Now, today I'm going to focus on marketing because I feel like marketing, whether you are an owner, a support staff member, or a player, marketing is key. I got to turn that off. Hold on. I'm going to leave a message. Sorry. Oh, I did it. Okay. So uh, again, I apologize. New new phone today. Not sure what it's going to do for me, but um, we'll see what happens. Um, so to get back on topic, the marketing is super important to the team. Um, it's very important to players. So I want people to understand these concepts. If you're a player, you need to understand these concepts from a player's point of view. If you're wanting to be a player that gets paid money to play or gets paid endorsements, you need to know these marketing concepts to better position yourself for success and to become a paid player. Same thing with coaches. Now coaches are a little bit different um, with regards to marketing because they really can't set a price or those kind of things. But I have seen coaches spread their wings from women's football and get positions in other coaching um, scenarios, whether it be um, high school, college, youth, whatever. We've seen that happen. They've been very successful. So from a coaching standpoint, you may not be setting a price and, and, and a customer you know, distribution channels and anything like that. But from a coach's standpoint, you need to understand marketing by showing your skills as a coach to potential opportunities. Support staff, if you're looking for opportunities to become an event planner, a social media marketer, what, whatever the case is, a, a director of a company that does social media or community involvement, then it's very important that you understand these marketing concepts to better position yourself as a leader, as an influencer in women's football. Same thing goes with owners that a lot of owners get into women's football because they love football or they were a football player or a team closed down and so they opened a, a team in their area. But Understanding these concepts are very important um, to running a business. And whether you're the owner or the player, you're running a business. And if you don't understand that, I want you to really, really hone in on that. That as a player that wants to get paid to play football, you are your own business, okay? And if there's nothing that you learn from all of this information, is the marketing concept and how to use it effectively. Teams can benefit from this. Support staff, coaches, and players can all benefit from understanding marketing, okay? 
Now, next week, I really, really want to focus on players, players, players. Um, but this week, I really want to get everybody understanding this marketing concept because if you do everything else incorrectly as a women's football team, if you get the marketing right, you have a chance at success, okay? You just have a chance. Now, the more things you do right, your probability goes up on being successful. But it's very important that players, coaches, staff, and owners understand that if you are confused, if you don't understand how to do something, if you know and understand the marketing, you have a chance. And you can work at understanding it better and doing the other things better later. Um, but ultimately, right now in our calendar for women's football, sitting in mid-September, you guys need to understand the marketing concepts, how to use them, why they're important, and what they can do for you. And I'm going to try and use these concepts interchangeably um, for examples for owners and examples for players or coaches and staff members. Some of them don't apply, but... Um, I really think it's important for you guys to know these things. Hold on just a second. I just want to make sure everything's going well. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. So let's talk about getting all of us up to par on marketing. So marketing is a management process that goods and services move from concept to customer. It's actually a very complex concept and people just throw out marketing. I'm doing marketing, I'm marketing. Um, we're on social media marketing um, and they don't understand what it's doing. The, um, at the fundamental stages and people that have taken marketing classes will hear um, that it has these four elements called the four P's of marketing. Okay, I'm gonna go over them for a second and then we're gonna just move on from them. Okay, so the four P's of marketing are identification, selection, and development of a product. Real quick, if you guys don't realize this, your women's football team is a product, not a service, okay? Um, then you wanna determine its price. So product, identification, selection, and development of your product, women's football, determination of its price. So this could include ticket sale prices, sponsorship prices, uh, merchandise pr prices. Then there's the selection of the distribution channels to reach the customer. So are you just gonna do everything at the gate, at the ticket sales? Are you gonna have t-shirts at the gate for people to buy? Or are you gonna include online distribution channels, including in your website or through Facebook? And then finally, the, the fourth P is development and implementation of a promotional strategy. Now, some people think that marketing is a strategy. Some people think that it's tactical. Uh, but we will get into that a little bit later. Uh, so again, the four P's of marketing are identifying, selecting, and developing your product, determining your price, selecting your dis distribution channels for your customer's place, and development and implementation of the promotional strategy. Um, marketing is a process of teaching the consumers why they should buy your product of women's football over your competitors. 
I talked a little bit about this in a, a couple episodes ago about indirect and direct competitors. Um, so you're welcome to go back there and talk and, and listen to that. But if you are not teaching the consumers why your why they should buy your product over doing something else, like going to um, a truck rally or going to another sporting event or going to the movies. If you are not teaching them why they need to choose your product, then you are not marketing. It's that simple. The key to finding the right marketing method and defining the right marketing message to use to educate and influence your customers is huge. That That's really where the confusion lies. A lot of the teams in women's football are just, I feel like they, you know, they have this blank wall and they're just throwing Play-Doh at it and hoping that something sticks. They're putting in, like I said, 110% effort. They're running around in circles, going crazy, doing this, doing that. They're all over the map and they're not able to take a chance to sit back and see what's working best and focus their efforts on what's working best as opposed to just throwing it out there. Um, I've noticed in some teams, some teams are putting things out there like we were on this radio show and we were on that radio show or we did a community event over here. Um, but if the message when you get on the radio show is not right, it is not helping you to get any more consumers to buy your product. You may have talked for an hour on the radio show, but that doesn't mean that it equated to any more people in the stands. Companies make the mistake of thinking that marketing is just one thing. But marketing is everything that the consumer encounters when it comes to your business. From the advertising, to what they hear, to the customer service they receive, to the follow-up care that they get. Um, you know, if something gets messed up and, and uh, you know, a ticket sale didn't go through online or they say they paid online and you don't show it on your uh, online reporting, um, how do you follow up on those things? Did that create a good customer service experience for them or not? Um, it's all marketing and creating the decision within the consumer whether or not they choose to buy from you or do repeat business with you. Now, repeat business is huge. We'll talk about that another time. But ideally, if you can get somebody to buy once and they love the experience, they'll keep buying and buying and buying, which makes your effort effortless. You don't have to put any effort into that person anymore, per se. You're not selling them on it. Now, you do have to build a relationship with them and give them reasons to keep coming back. But the nice thing is, is that that's one less person you have to convince that women's football is an awesome sport to watch, okay? So realizing that marketing is not just one thing, it's everything. It's what they see. When your players are practicing on the field, you know, are they, you know, smoking on the sidelines? You know, how do they, are they, you know, chanting during the the start of the game? Are they cussing a lot? Do they promote, um, you know, family and friends 
uh, being in the stands, young children, etc. So these are all things that go into what the customer is perceiving your women's football team to be, okay? So let's talk about the three main purposes of marketing. You are trying to capture the attention of your target market. You are trying to get the, the prospective person to make a purchasing decision. You wanna provide that customer with specific, low-risk opportunities to help you. Buying a $10 t-shirt, that's pretty low risk. As long as they get the product, it says what it's supposed to say, it doesn't fall apart on their way out the door, those kind of things. With these purposes in mind, any of your merchandising and your coupons and that kind of stuff um, are all part of that process. Since marketing is the cornerstone of every business, the overall objective is to sell more products. Again, your women's football team is not a service, it's a product. So each of your coaches is part of your product, each of your players is part of your pro product. Um, the way you present yourself or you, the way you present your team when people come to the game is your product. The way your team presents itself when it's doing community service events um, at local um, charities or different fundraising events, that is all part of your marketing. So real quick, I wanna thank those people that have su subscribed to the Women's Football Success Newsletter for owners. We're pulling out the Women's Football Success Newsletter for players, coaches, and support staff because it's a different dynamic. You guys wanna, you guys wanna get the, the overall details, whereas the owners want the specifics. Again, another call. Um, So we're gonna separate those newsletters out um, because you guys want different information. So doo -doo 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 -doo. let me clear that. Um, so we're gonna create um, the Women's Football Success Newsletter for the public, for players and family and friends, etc. cetera. Um, so that you guys can get some really good content. I wanna be able to promote some players on there, promote some products and services um, that players provide. Um, like I said, ways for players to get paid and coaches to get paid is super important to me. Now the Women's Football Success Newsletter, for those that have subscribed to it, the owner's newsletter, um, they are receiving more in-depth information about marketing um, their women's football teams. Um, I'm going to share with you about 16, 15 or 16 ways to market your team for free or almost free. Um, in the newsletter, this next newsletter that goes out, we're providing about 40 different ways um, to market your team. Um, that's going out to Women's Football Alliance teams um, all over the U.S. We're super excited about that. Um, so I'm going to share with you... Um, some ways that not only the team, now I put in here 16 ways to market your team for free or almost free, but I'm gonna also explain these as they pertain to players and coaches, okay? So, so number one, I have author or publish a guest post um, on another high traffic site in your niche 
Um, it can be a sports-related blog or email, you know, newsletter or magazine. Um, but this is really good for owners, support staff, coaches, and players. You know, a player that wants to be seen as an expert in their field or an expert um, with a knowledge of women's football, um, publishing and authoring um, articles on things that you do um, or that make you successful or stances or positions or exercises that you do um, could be a huge opportunity for you to share your information and knowledge. Another one is to hold a, a contest or a giveaway on your team site. Um, you can promote it on the site and your social media accounts to get some free buzz. Um, but giveaways, people like season tickets. Um, they also like t-shirts. Now, again, players can do this too um, with authorization, depending on how your team is set up and what your contract says. But players may be able to promote um, themselves or gain sponsorship or funding through giveaways of things that the player gives away. So that could be huge. Um, if the, I hope, hopefully these things kind of get your um, juices flowing, your ideas going in your head about what you can do as a player, coach, support staff, or owner. Um, now, number three, you could spotlight um, different players on the website or on Facebook throughout the week. Um, it's a great way to connect with their group or their tribe, I guess you could call it. Um, if you guys know anything about blogging, um, each player would have a, their own tribe or their own following, right? That's on their page. Um, and so by spotlighting them on your page, your people are going to see more and more about that player. I think it's a great opportunity. Another one is give a donation to a local organization or charity. Or if your team doesn't have the funds to donate to local organizations, um, give time, donate time to an organization. A lot of times the charity or the local organizations will give you exposure on their website, um, on their donors page or on their volunteer page. And then you could, and you could put it on your Facebook page, but they might link their page. They might allow you to link their page to your page where you can see, or the people that are part of that organization or charity can see how much time and effort your team is giving. This, this goes for players too. Um, some teams have it set up where a group of players, say five players, um, are assigned or choose a charity to donate time to. So you could have five players that go to the Ronald McDonald House, five players that go to um, Susan G. Komen, etc. And so each team is responsible for putting in time and efforts to a local charity. Another big thing that this really doesn't relate to players or owners, but asking for testimonials or endorsements from people that have come to your game or that have have seen your product. So if you have people that have come to your game and afterwards they're just like, wow, this was awesome. It happens at every game. There's always a couple people that have never heard of women's football. They were invited to come to the game and they are just blown away with how awesome women's football is. Um, ask those people to give a testimonial or give a 
review on your website, right, um, as to how much they loved seeing your game or, or, or going to your event, whatever the case is. Okay, so I'm going to go through a couple other things that I think that um, players can do. Um, and again, you're going to want to check with your teams and make sure that any contracts that you've signed allows you to do these things. Um, but typically, um, teams are pro player and want the players to uh, be able to promote themselves. Um, so number six is get promotional business cards. Now, a lot of teams um, get business cards themselves for the team, and I highly recommend that. In fact, I'm going to, here in the coming weeks, I'm going to give you a source to go to that's giving us a huge discount um, that they said we can share with um, our teams. Um, but there should be a team business card for events and um, you know, coaches and players should have a couple of those each. So when they run into somebody at Walmart and say, hey, have you ever heard of women's football? I think you should come try it out. Here's our card. This is our owner's phone number, whatever. Um, so every player should have those. I also feel that players should get their own cards. Now, again, make sure that they meet the criteria for um, your team and the requirements of your contract. Um, make sure that they have specific information. Some teams require that you put specific information on those cards. Um, but this could be a huge asset for you to get, you know, 500 business cards to go share with people while you're out partying or, or at a local event or teaching classes or whatever um, can be a huge opportunity. Um, another one is to donate some of your products to at a charitable event. So um, season season passes, season tickets, individual game tickets, t-shirts, hats, memorabilia. Um, you can donate some of these things to a silent auction um, that's happening for another organization. You know, it costs you maybe 15, 20, 30 bucks for the couple shirts, and then it's nothing, almost nothing for your season passes. Um, so it's a great opportunity. Another suggestion number eight is um, get some magnetic signs made for your car. I suggest this for both owners and players. Um, having some sort of ma magnetic sign, some people have gone further and wrapped their car um, with their women's football team and players, I would ask before doing that. But um, there are several things that you could do um, as far as these signs posted up on your car or... Um, at your house, proud member of women's football, whatever. Um, owners could also hire a teenager to stand by the side of the road and hold up your team sign. Now, I don't know if I suggest the players doing this um, because you want to you want to project a certain image of the players, um, but having um, some teenagers out there doing signs like a car wash, but having them hold up your women's football sign could be um, a, a huge opportunity to get people to read that sign. Whether they come to that game that day or not, um, you know, obviously it's better if they came to the game, but they got to see an impression. It was imprinted in their head, your logo or that you have a women's football team. These are some other basic things that I love. Um, 
players, coaches, definitely players for sure, but buy someone dinner so, or a soda if you can't afford, you know, buying somebody a dinner, but give them your business card, buy them a dinner, walk away, no sales pitch, nothing. Wow, have you just made an impression on that person? Now, whether they needed you to buy them dinner or not, they know that you are a giving person. Um, and they may do go one or two steps further to find out who you are. Um, and it's pretty cool. Um, what about giving a class or a seminar? You know, a lot of people are doing these girls camps or girls clinics. Um, get together a couple players um, that are that really know the the rules of the game and and different. Um, strategies and set up a girls camp or girls clinic and offer these classes for free to girls in your community. Um, another one is go to a community event and give away balloons. Um, you could do balloons, you know, if you wanted to, you could print your name on the balloons. That's a little bit more pricey, probably about 70 to 100 bucks um, to get these printed balloons and you might need to, you know, rent a helium tank. I would suggest just going to the dollar store and getting some balloons and taking them to the event and having your business card with um, with it. Now you could do this at women's events. Um, you could do this at physical fitness and sports events. Um, but think of all the potential customers that you could get from just a simple balloon. Makes everybody happy. Nobody you know hates balloons that I know of. Um, I know I know. I probably would not dress up as a clown and give out balloons, but um, it's definitely an opportunity. Now, some of these are super simple. Okay, so what about donating magazines and books to a business's waiting area? Now, this is super simple, and you know, you may or may not think it's cool or whatever, but donate some magazines to a doctor or dentist or a government office. And make sure your business card or business name is on there. Um, it's just another impression on their brain, another visual for them to see that, hey, I'm in the community. Okay, so here's another one. So let's do a demo. This is big for all coaches, um, players. Um, what would really be cool is to allow some people to come out to a full practice where your offense is playing against your defense, maybe take some pictures, et cetera, but so that they can see what the team is about um, and provide a, a demo to them um, and maybe give away some tickets for them to come to a first game. But a lot of times people just don't even know what women's football is and they are amazed once they see it that we're actually you know, hitting and people are wearing clothes and we're you know, playing by the rules and learning the game of football. So uh, doing a demo can be a huge uh, thank you to people in the community. Um, number 15 is create a referral program. And I talked about this in a previous um, episode, but referral programs are huge. Um, you could do a referral program for players referring people to the game of football as players or more people in the stands, or you can create a referral program for existing customers. So people that come and buy tickets at your gate, if they come next week and bring a person, one of them's half off. Something like that is really cool, okay? And finally, something a little bit more personal is 
number 16 is a, a handwritten thank you note. So a lot of times players invite friends and family to come to a game and they bring friends and family. What do you think would happen if you sent some thank you notes to those people um, for thanking them for their support and helping you with the opportunity to play football? Wow, how meaningful would that be to those people um, that love watching you play? Um, they, that would just be you know, a tug on the heartstrings and they would really appreciate your thank you um, because a lot of times your friends and family put in a lot of effort um, to allow you to be able to play football. So super, super um, awesome example of a, a marketing strategy um, that really gets to the consumer. So I want to thank, again, all of the women's football team owners that have signed up for our Women's Football Success newsletter. Our next newsletter um, is not supposed to come out. They're, they're coming out every two weeks, but I really feel like this information needs to get to you guys fast because the faster that you have these tools available, um, the faster you're able to use them in your women's football team. So, um, the info that we provide on the radio is just a part of what we provide to the team owners in the newsletter. So if you are a player and not an owner, check with your owner, let them know about Women's Football Success newsletter for owners, um, get them to sign up for it. Um, there's absolutely no reason why a women's football team owner should not be getting our newsletter. Um, it's very important for you guys to understand these concepts. Now, if I provide an, a concept or I um, put some information in here that you guys already know about, you know, jump over it, move on to the next thing. But we try to put about seven or eight different things in there to where, you know, if four or five of them really interest you, then we've done our job. I feel I've done my job. If you guys know a little bit about this, but I've given you a little bit more knowledge or some more examples that can help you do things better or differently. Um, if we can help you to have more players this year, have more coaches, uh, increase the quality of football, get owners to where they're making money and getting a return on their investment, um, support staff creating wonderful, beautiful events um, of appreciation for players and the community. I mean, how awesome would that be? That's our goal. That's what we want to do. Um, so in this next episode of the Women's Football Success Newsletter for Team Owners, we're going to include more stuff. So we have tips on social media. We have marketing content where I give you a list of things that you can use to market your team on the internet, marketing content. So that's going to be stuff that you can actually put out on social media types of things. Um, we're giving you a free content carry, uh, free content calendar. Sorry, I get going and I don't drink a lot of my soda and my throat goes dry. So hold on just a second. So we're going to give you a free content calendar. Um, my goal is to provide you with like three different calendars that so di different teams can do different things on different days and it really starts to create this um, enthusiasm for women's football and there's constant 
content going out there with all the teams that you're following and stuff. So it's very important to create that enthusiasm around women's football. Um, we're also including in the Women's Football Success newsletter for owners how to use Facebook effectively in your marketing strategy. A lot of people are using Facebook, but they're not doing it right. So I want to get some information out there to you guys. Um, I also have 16 days of social con social media content. So it's actually 16 different things that you could do um, as a player or as an owner, I guess, um, to get information out there in different ways, okay? We're also gonna, in that newsletter, we're gonna provide you with social media um, automation and how to do that um, so that you can cut your time in half on the social media marketing that you're doing. Um, and I also provided, instead of the 16 that we provided here, I have 40 great ways to market your women's football team for free or almost free. So um, there is a ton of information that we're getting out there to you guys. And um, I feel like, you know, it's a lot of content in a short amount of time. But I feel like in women's football, we're, you know, like I said, we're at 72 teams in the Women's Football Alliance. Um, some of these teams are brand new. Some of these teams have been around a while. But having this information available to you and being able to readily, you know, use a, a content calendar and know what you're going to put out there tomorrow, know what you're going to put out there for the next week, um, really helps in your scheduling, your time management, um, and really um, creating a focused, cohesive message um, for your followers and potential consumers. Um, and I, I think it's very important. So again, if you haven't gotten a chance, I know that this was pro marketing day. Um, we provided a lot of information on marketing and we have a ton more to provide in our website or on the newsletter. I'm super excited to be able to provide this information for you guys. Again, you can go to the Women's Football Success Facebook group and become a member and we will um, authorize you to become part of the group. Um, it's a closed group. Um, we, we have a person that's going to monitor it, make sure that um, questions are being asked, creating um, some discussion. Um, you can also go and get some of the content on Women's Football um, Success from uh, www.supersmallbiz.com and click on women's football. Um, that is actually my website for business consulting because I do business consulting for a lot of super small businesses. Women's football just happens to be a super small business, um, but I really focus on it because it's something that I do on a daily basis. Um, so I really suggest you guys go in there looking at the different content Send us an email if you're interested in different content. We will certainly put it in there. Next week is going to be all about players, 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 um, and the idea of getting players paid, getting players promotion, getting players sponsors, um, and a little bit about the football. Um, we got. Uh, we want to be able to have players that are going out there and providing a quality product on the field. So we're really excited about that. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to us um, through Facebook, through email. Um, there's about five different emails that we have. Um, Dallas Elite Women's Football at gmail.com. You could actually um, message us through Facebook. 
um, and that goes to our support staff and they send us all of the emails. Um, other than that, I really hope you guys have a wonderful week in women's football. Um, real quick, just another note, many teams are getting ready for tryouts and really um, starting to pick up some momentum and getting new players. Feel free to check out um, our tryout information on supersmallbiz.com, but also in the newsletter that went out um, last week and also radio shows that I've done in the past. There's some radio shows that I just focused on tryouts, how to set one up, what you should have at tryouts. We have a tryout checklist for items that you should have there at the tryout um, to look professional and, and uh, put together a tryout in an organized manner. So, um, and if you guys get all that information, you still have questions, feel free to give us a call. Um, my number, um, is 479-747-3693. If I'm not at the office, it goes forwarded to my phone. Hopefully it's still forwarding to my phone because I got this new phone. Um, so I appreciate any questions, comments, criticism, go for it. Um, you guys have a wonderful day and keep building your women's football team. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.